Welcome to the Sing Confidently, Live Creatively podcast, a show to help you build confidence as you start singing, acting, dancing, and being creative again. Hi, I'm Estelle. I'm a singer, actor, performer, and beginner voice coach who knows how it feels to want to use your God-given creative gifts, but you stay stuck in fear and doubt. The solution is to start building confidence. You have gifts that you need to grow and use and share, and the world is waiting for you. I want to be there with you to help you do that. It's time to live creatively, so without further ado, let's begin. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so grateful that you're here as always. Um, I hope you had a great weekend. I hope that you were able to rest a bit after, you know, Valentine's Day and the Valentine's Day weekend hopefully you got to experience just so much love and um i am still feeling really great because i was able to see hades town yesterday with one of my friends and it was absolutely incredible it was just amazing it inspired me so much and just made me fall in love with theater all over again and the storytelling and the music and the scene the stage design it was just so incredible and you know before that before going to see the show actually I was not necessarily in the best headspace I think I was getting a little bit I think that just just the stress of the week was building up and I kind of snapped a little bit and was like not um yeah not feeling my best I think just feeling some past some old um thoughts again and old feelings again um just some i guess you could say insecurities or fears that i'd had in the past or doubts doubting um like what god had called me to or doubting myself or just feeling like i i'm not perfect which i'm not (laughs) but just the feeling of like oh my goodness i can never have everything together there's always going to be something that just is not where it needs to be or like I'm just not not I'm not good enough or I'm not put together enough those old lies and um, I'm really grateful for my fiance who just always speaks life into me and just God reminded me that you know those are old thoughts and old lies and they don't have to have power anymore and I don't have to give them that space anymore and I can just surrender them to God and let you know people like my fiance love me and receive that love and know that God loves me as well and then I got to go see Hades Town which I was so privileged to do and just lit up everything and yeah that was um that was a bit, a, bit, a bit about my weekend anyway and so you know ups and downs there's there's um there's so much beauty and opportunity and blessing and privilege and there can also be you know some um the enemy can always try to get get you <laughs> you know always try to get you always try to um you know make you focus on things that aren't necessarily true And so I just hope that encourages you and reminds you that, you know, if you are feeling those thoughts of like, oh, you know, not good enough or I'm not feeling good enough or I just always fail, I'm always messing up um, those self-critical thoughts. I just um, hope you know that I love you and I'm praying that God just reminds you that um, no one is perfect, 
but um, you're not going to have everything together all the time and instead you can just surrender that surrender that to God and know that um, he has a truer a true a truth for you that um, that you might not have in, in, in your heart sometimes our hearts and sometimes the enemy lies to us and we can hold on to those lies in our minds and replay them again and again but um, the truth of what God says is really what dispels all of those all those things so yeah hope that encourages you I'm excited to get into today's interview oh I'm sorry wait a second I have to remind you guys before I get into the interview that remember you know we're talking about thoughts that are that we sometimes allow into our minds that tell us lies and tell us lies about ourselves that things that are not true or not necessarily true or don't have to be true that we have a role to play in um and dispelling those lies and one thing that we can do in addition to surrendering it to God and letting him tell us the truth we can also take action we can take action to um, build confidence in who we are as singers as performers as artists especially and so if you've been believing a lie that you know what I you know I'm not I'm not very confident like I can't do this I, I need to be more bold as a singer I like my voice is not where it needs to be so like what's the point of even trying to sing and I'm afraid that you know I'm always gonna, like I'm not gonna be the best singer so why even try that kind of thing if any of those lies come to mind for you or resonate with you at all come to the sing confidently masterclass it's tomorrow Tuesday at 730 EST that's Tuesday February 20th at 730 EST I I'm so excited to be with you guys and I want you to come because we're going to be talking about how you can actually begin building confidence as a singer and a performer and we're going to talk about the literal things that you can do that you have to do to truly build that confidence and we're going to focus in on one particular area so that you get some really really practical um you get a really practical outcome from the masterclass and there will be space for q a and there will be space for you to even sing for me if you would like and i could coach you on that and i'd be so happy to i mean free coaching even for a few minutes right that's that could be really helpful to you i hope and so i want you to be there i want you to build confidence as a singer and i know that you want to as well you know don't don't um deny yourself that opportunity it's free and there's just no reason not to even if you can't come live you can always watch the replay and absolutely get so much out of it so make sure that you go to creativelybyestelle.com slash masterclass again creativelybyestelle.com slash masterclass the link is in the show notes so you absolutely can't miss it definitely make sure you're there okay it's gonna be amazing all right so i can't wait to see you there and yeah all right so Finally, I'm going to introduce our beautiful, amazing interviewee for today. Her name is Kara Walker. She is the host of the Money and Mental Peace podcast, a show that helps you to get scholarships and pay for college without student loans. Okay, Kara 
is a Christian entrepreneur and she herself is a creative person. She was able to receive a choir scholarship to go to college. And so she talks about how the arts have played a role in her life and how she's been able to help other people and help herself get scholarships and get funding for their academic dreams. And so if you are someone who wants to be a performer, you want to go to school for musical theater, for singing, for voice, for for anything, or even if you just want to get like a certificate in, in something to grow um, as a singer, right? There are financial opportunities. There are funding opportunities out there. And it really helps to have someone to kind of guide you through that. That's what Kara does. And she'll get into all of that in this episode, in this interview. She also talks about just how the arts have been able to, how she's been able to integrate the arts into her own life, even as someone who isn't strictly an artist, solely an artist herself. So even if you aren't like a full-time artist and a performer, you can take from Kara's story that you absolutely can integrate the arts into your life as well so i can't wait for you to listen to this interview make sure you let both kara and myself know exactly what you think feel free to screenshot this episode and tag me and i would love to share it all right thank you so much and let's get into this episode without further ado kara walker all right i'm here with kara walker kara how are you doing today Hey, like I told you already, um, I'm actually awake for a morning. So <laughs> anybody else out there? <laughs> hey, if you're going into music, though, and you have like shows, it's usually in the evening. So yeah, I guess that's a good thing, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like who wants to warm up at eight o'clock in the morning or whatever? Nah. Like 11 in the morning, but still. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. So I'm really excited to get into your story, Kara. And you are like the queen of scholarships and just like financially funding any dreams that anyone has when it comes to academically growing and pursuing their, um, whatever their goals are, but specifically for my community of artists and creatives, for anyone who is wanting to go to school for voice, for, you know, music, um, whether undergrad or et cetera, you are like the queen of like, you know, kind of actually practically helping people find solutions to pay for that financially. And like, that is such a cool, I think such a cool niche to be in and such a great way to be serving people. So I'm really excited to get into that um, for people to hear like what you, you know, what your focus is, but give people a little bit of your background. Like, how did you get to doing what you're doing now? And what's your background as an artist as well? I'd love to know. Yeah, that's cool. A cool intro. I mean, I don't I don't know all on scholarships, but but because they're constantly changing. So that that's the first lesson right there. But I I have I've been around it a lot and so um learned a lot about it. So, yeah, in high school I had no idea what I wanted to do. Going into college, still didn't know what I wanted to do, but because of that, I didn't want loans. So, there was a series of like scholarships, grants and also internships and some just like paying cash um, for college. I graduated from college debt-free, you know, with no student loans. And one of the ways that happened was with a choir scholarship, actually, at my local community college, which is not always common, like the community level, but like they actually had full full ride, I'm sorry, choir and band scholarships which was huge. Um, and so that's one way I paid for school amongst many other ways. There's more to that story. I don't know when we want to go into that because I actually had to follow up and, and what it had to, I chose to follow up and bug the director, um, 
to give me an audition, even though it was past the deadline. So there's something to be said about initiating. And then in other areas of like doing, you know, fine arts performance. I mean, <clears throat> anywhere from a young kid at family reunions, we would set up like talent shows at the last day and want to like act out something or sing or dance. And some of them were goofy and some of them were just like, one time I played like Indiana Jones and we made this whole parody up. I don't know. But then anywhere, anywhere through high school and college, we would do performances at church. Um, one time we did this whole like parody play on Peter Pan, but it wasn't Neverland. It was Everland. It was supposed to be like heaven or something. And so I, <laughs> I, I, I played Peter Pan because back in the day, a lot of times women played Peter Pan and I was like knobby need and, looked like a boy yeah. basically that, that happened at my <laughs> high school too they did the same thing. yeah had a girl play peter pan and she was amazing she was absolutely amazing so you know i love that i i also grew up like doing things like that at church you know like always doing like putting on plays i would do we would do musicals like little mini musical skits yes. and i would like yes um, one of our one of our like teachers she was like younger one and was a writer she would write out the scripts and then she would write like she would rewrite songs like popular songs on the radio and wow write them as like in context of like church and like the gospel and then I started doing the same thing I like followed her path as um she went to college and I was like becoming a little bit older I did the same thing and like choreographed dances and stuff so yes love that what a ministry yeah it really is it really is and it's so fun um just like growing up in the arts and getting to explore that and I think a lot of the times one thing I I really love to talk about on this show and that I know a lot of people relate to is like as you get older you kind of like lose that the joy of the arts and like the fun and the creativity of doing all those things and so like it's so important for people to get to connect reconnect with those aspects of themselves as they get older even as they're like looking to go to college you know you sometimes Mm -hmm. are like okay like um, to go to college for this specific area, right, of music. Um, and even though you didn't go to college, well, you did go to college for, did you do theater? No, it wasn't officially for music. It was just, I had the had the, the choir. choir scholarship, but yeah. I've done the, yeah, there's more that I've done from um, being in the band at church mm-hmm. to community theater to actually the dance troupe at our college wow. and um they had a ballroom dance club so I was think I was like secretary or something so yeah. yeah and and throwing that out there like you said ways to incorporate it in your life I mean for one thing if you have kids getting into it with them right but also what I loved is I didn't realize I literally was thinking well what else have I done and I was like well duh I've been doing stuff in music with the band at church for like 15 years and I didn't even think of that as something to mention when we were typing because it's just already already ingrained in my routine so it's like if you do stuff with church or ministry or you want to have that facet of life why not lean it toward that way there's ways to incorporate it into your everyday life or at least every week or month occasionally of life you know yeah yeah I think you're showing people what's possible and like just incorporating the arts into your life it's always like you did it when you were younger you did it growing up or you always had that desire to there's no reason why you can't still incorporate the arts and music 
into your life, um, even if it's just a section of your life, even if it's just once a week or that you do this one thing or et cetera. But I think that's that's like just showing people what's possible. And, you know, for people who are, you know, seeing themselves furthering their education, whether they're going to college or they're wanting to go to grad school, um, and they might feel like, you know, okay, I have to, you know, get serious or I have to do this other pursuit or this other path because I can't see myself going to school for music or for any anything that I would want to do in arts because I can't see how I could potentially even pay for it. You know, I don't I don't see how I could financially support that degree without, you know, going into debt. Talk to that um, aspect because I know like that's like your that is your field. Like you're so good at helping people kind of break down the steps to financially supporting their dreams when it comes to their education. Um, and I know you specifically speak to college, but I think even for any level of education, even if someone just wanted to take a course mm -hmm. or wanted to do, you know, there are ways that we could, I think there's like a mindset shift and there are kind of things that you can talk people through about like practically helping to find that financial support for them to pursue their dreams um, and to uh, pursue their creative goals and to incorporate the arts into their lives, uh, even if it's in an academic sense. So kind of talk to that. I love that. I just wrote the notes on each of those questions. Can I throw something out really quick? It's going to take one minute. Um, actually in therapy yesterday, and therapy is wonderful, guys, even if it's like, I don't have like some deep trauma and whatever, like I'm going for handling stress, like handling life, handling anxiety. Um, we had talked about how even now, like as an adult, play is important because it's such a growth in your brain. It's a mental health break. It's a this, it's a that. Like, if you're like wondering, where do I put music or theater or whatever? I mean, it might not be the extent that you want. I mean, you'd love to do it all day, every day. But like, even if you have in your mind, I need to have some space in my life for mental health encouragement, or I need to have space in my life for exercise, or I need to have like doing something related to music as your mental health check off the list for the month or the week, doing something in the realm of exercise as getting into a dance class. Like, how can you be like, I want to do something related to this, but my life is just full with all the adultness, right? And like, where can it fit into something you already have like a, like a, what would you call it? Like a facet of your life that you need yes. to do something about. Anyway, so I wanted exactly. to throw that out there. I love that. I love that. I think that's a great point. And maybe we can get back to this again, but I think you just nailed it right on the head, like nailed the, hit the, hit the nail right on the head. That's how yeah. this goes. Hit the nail right on the head that like you can, like it's, first of all, it's so essential to your mental and emotional and even physical yeah. being like you're talking about like a dance class, it could impact so many areas of your life to make sure that you are making time for the creative mm -hmm. um, gift or that um, creative passion that you have in the arts. And I love mm -hmm. that you just like broke that down so perfectly. So thank you for that. Well, thank you. Or do it with your kids, whatever works. Yeah. yeah so, so you're wondering about, yeah, like, can I even like go to school for something like this that I'm interested in my passion? So I, my answer is like, a hundred percent. Yes, absolutely. My, my less concern is, will you have money to go to school for it? Well, I mean, from what I can show you <laughs> and more like looking into what will I do it? Like if I want it as a job, you know, then looking into like the potential stats and the growth rate, are there jobs, whatever. Like I, 
I would feel more like that would be more a question mark. And I'm not saying you can't get a job in that. I'm just saying to look into it, you know, whereas in my mind, being able to pay for it is a no brainer. Like that'll work out fine. If, if you, if it's a priority to you, does that make sense? Well, I have to yeah, go into it sure. a little more, I but think, like, <laughs> I think that's, that's very true. I think again, like the priority of it, you know, if it's, mm -hmm. if you know that this is what you want to do, like you really believe like, you know, God has given me this gift and I really want to invest time and energy into pursuing it in more like even deeper training whether that's in like an academic setting undergrad grad school maybe you want to you know do like an online course maybe you want to do like some sort of training acting training or whatever Tara's gonna kind of show you like that there are so many possibilities as to how you can support that and then of course like the aftermath of like okay what next you know I think we've had we've had some pretty cool guests on the show who kind of just like shown you like what is possible if you are sure like you know like this is really what you want to do like it's absolutely possible to uh, financially support yourself in that career as well and that's a whole other topic for a whole other day but I'm yes brought that good up because I'm not so I'm possible. not on that <laughs> no 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 it's so possible yeah I think that's also very possible and I and if you guys have any other questions of course as always I'm happy to bring on more people and like talk about that more but I will say that we've had some guests who have kind of shown us what what is possible afterwards and I think what you're so good at is kind of helping us get to like that place of you know supporting ourselves like in the journey towards that which is so cool yeah good well I I, I hope so I try to <laughs> so then if you have if anybody listening has answers right with your podcast on what you can do after then you are set we'll we'll talk about how to have the money to get there basically um or even right go listen to Stephanie Gass and start a podcast and yeah and do less to, to, to tutor or whatever exactly. that. i don't know um so regarding paying for college well you you had mentioned two things there's college realm and then there's just like other stuff out there like i would call it continuing education whatever that means for example it could just be something online or something that you want to spend time with on your own or like our community college has tons of um continuing education classes of into dance and theater, whatever. Um, the scholarship round for college, well, there's a ton of stuff into that. So of course you can come talk to me if you want deeper, but it's basically an iceberg. <laughs> Scholarships are an iceberg, okay? What they tell you in your financial aid award letter, if you're in college and they're like, okay, you know, you qualify for these scholarships and these grants and these loans. Um, that's only the tip of the iceberg. Like, that's great that they showed you that, but they're only showing you that based on the info you provided in the, your application. Now it depends on the college, but a lot of colleges then have a further general scholarship application. I'm doing air quotes because it could have different names, but where you're actually like, okay, this isn't just based on what they're telling me I get. Like I have to go in and fill out more, do some questionnaires, do some essay questions, or maybe audition. Like in within that general application for my community college, it asked if you were interested in the choir scholarship or the band. So you had to plan an audition. And to clarify, we were not that, 
professional sounding. Like I, what I'm saying is, even if you're like, oh, I, I'm not, maybe like I want to go for dance, but like I see there's like a, a singing scholarship, like go try it. I mean, our, our choir was a community choir and students. So the students did have to audition, but um, I got to say, I think there were a few people that only got in because there was a scholarship left because they were a little rough. <laughs> so I just, <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. Like even just try if you're like, I feel only moderately good at this. Like you could still maybe get it. But anyways, um, then beyond that, if you're in a music program, you're going and you're looking into scholarships, um, asking your advisor in that program, are there further scholarships that you know of that weren't in the general scholarship application? And then we're talking about just other ones. Like if you're going into music, you don't have to actually look for music ones. There are scholarships out there related to talking about mental health. Do you like dogs? tell me your best joke. Like there's these random ones or some more like complicated, like, you know, do a nice full big essay on this book and process through everything. Those are not going to necessarily be listed on your college website. They might, depends on how much resource and whatever your college does. But basically saying there's like a whole world out there of scholarships not even connected to your college. And so basically what I'm saying is being a music major or something in that realm doesn't uh, pigeonhole you to only a few scholarships. It actually opens you up to even more because not only are you eligible for some of these general ones, and I just use the word general as like they're usually just, they just say open to all college students. You know, it's not like for a specific major or whatever. And you're eligible for these music related ones. So there's just what they tell you initially in the financial aid award letter is just the tip of the iceberg. There's everything below it that you could deal with. And then there's all, so many other realms, even besides scholarships, um, filling out your FAFSA, which is the free application for federal student aid. That can be dependent more on income, but maybe you'd qualify for a grant. Um, then there's anything related to it, just like on being creative on I talk about different ways to find, to rent textbooks super cheap instead of buying them and to work. Like I worked at um, the gym, the fitness center at my college. So I, I earned income, right? But if I was, if no one was there and I wasn't doing anything, I just sat there and did my homework and got paid for it. So like, not only we're talking about scholarships, I guess in my podcast, scholarships are only tip of the iceberg on a lot of other ways to be dealing with it. And then when we also talked about priority, um, this might, some people might not like this, but I am going to uh, shoot straight. Okay. If a priority is for someone to pay for college without student loans, they can do it by simply not getting student loans. Okay. That sounds too simple. But what I mean is you can take longer. You can pay cash for it. You can go through this. And I'm not telling you how to do it it depends on what your priorities are. Your priorities to get done within a certain time frame, it might be hard to pay it for it completely debt-free, but there are definitely options and I can help you for it. But if your priority is to be doing it with all these scholarships and whatever, um, I can help you. Or maybe it might even take a tad longer because you're figuring it out. In my opinion, I, I mean, I took longer to finish school. I didn't finalize and have my bachelor's until I was 25, which honestly, in the realm of people going back to school, is not that late. But I mean, you know, it's quote unquote later than they say to do. But because I did it debt free, I felt ahead and I felt free from it. So it's like, what is your priority? There are scholarships, there are grants, there are ways to just save up and pay cash for it, depending on your instance. And of course, we could talk deeper, but 
And then, like she said, we can talk even about doing other outside courses not related to college. I don't know if you wanted me to jump right into that already Sure, or if you sure. had I something think that's to say. great. Okay. No, I think you're good. Well, again, it, again, it could be you can I think it's asking, right? It's initiating. Like when I found out this choir scholarship, I was past the deadline when I found out about it. So I emailed, I think, the director and I was like, is it still possible for me to audition and apply? Like I just found out about it. Um, and she was actually on vacation or she was going on vacation. So of course I had to be anxious and wait for two weeks, but she said, actually somebody is going to another school and gave the scholarship back. So like, sure, you can audition for it. I would never have known. I got two years of college free for doing that. Right. And so like, there's times, even if there's like continuing education courses, that's not straight with the college or however it's done, you can even ask if they have any scholarships related to that. Or even if there's a level of like, what if I'm like an assistant in the class and I can like watch and experience it with people, but also get it like half off, like ask about it. You never know how stressed this instructor is and might be like, I have too many people signed up. I actually want an assistant. Like, I don't know. I just made that up. But like, I don't even know what class it'd be for, but you could learn that way. And then I think the last point that also some people don't always like, but it is truth. Okay. How are you handling your money in your everyday life? How do you budget? Do you even have a budget? Not you, you know, but like anybody out there listening, right? Um, because that can allow you to see where you have to funnel your funds to the absolute, you know, your housing and food and transportation, like the bare minimum that you need to like survive and get to work and whatever. And then like, where is the money going off on for things? And maybe not frivolous, I mean, maybe not your priority. Because for example, someone might think that, uh, you know, that I have Peacock as a streaming service is frivolous. And it would be if I didn't actually watch it. But like, I watch it and I like it. So like, it's more of like, is it frivolous to you? I'm not saying everything's frivolous, but like that helps you see, do I want to be doing this that I'm paying for more than saving up for this course or this dream to put money to? And I think people freak out with the term budget and it is not a straitjacket. I like to call it a calendar for your money. If you're planning this week to do laundry on Tuesday, but your best friend from high school that you haven't seen in so many years comes into town and can only meet on Tuesday, you're going to forget laundry and then you're going to go see your friend and you know that you'll have time or you'll rearrange time to do laundry later. Like that's a budget. Like you're laying out the beginning of the month, what you absolutely need and what you think money is going to go to. But if something changes mid month, you change it, but you still see, okay, gas is more expensive. So I have to take it from this part I was going to pay and I got to put it over in the gas part. Or gas is less expensive. So I suddenly have a little bit of cash to go on a date night, right? With my husband or something. So like, if this is important to you, anyone listening, what are you doing to actually make the budget out that your interests and priority are reflected in it? And you actually have to write it out to see that. Um, that's one end side of the coin. And then there's also finding scholarships for it or asking if there could be a discount or, you know, there's both, there's really both because my podcast is called money and mental peace. If we're working on finding funds and scholarships and whatever, that's the money part. But if you can have a budget in place and know where your money's going, you can have the peace that you'll have money for next month and you're not throwing it out 
like I want you to pursue your dreams, but I don't want it to the detriment of you don't know if you'll have money next month. Right. <laughs> and I don't know who I'm talking to. Maybe maybe your listeners are um, more well to do and I'm just blowing steam here. But like, what is your priority and where do you want to put money to? You kind of sometimes you got to show it. You got to make the budget and then you also got to ask, can I get a discount? Can I get a scholarship? Where else can I do stuff? And yeah, that's kind yeah. of the each side of the coin. That's so good. I think you really emphasize like two main things that we really need to take away. And one is prioritizing. You know, if you know, you're listening to this show, you know that you have this desire to grow as a singer, to build, you know, to build your confidence as a performer, as an artist, as a singer, as a musician. And you know that, you know, you want to go to school to help you with that. And you know that you want to further education in that way. Um, I think that the idea of making sure that you are prioritizing your creative gifts, right? Pri prioritizing mm -hmm. not only growing in it, but also prioritizing, making sure that you are able to pay for it, that you're able to um, mm -hmm. um, make that. That it gives you peace. Yourself. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. In a way that is peaceful and, and you can create that path for yourself. I think the idea of prioritizing it is so important and, and it's a mental thing. Like you have to actually, that means that you have to like see it as a prioritize as a priority in your life mm -hmm. like that your art this craft this creative gift that you have is actually a priority priority for you and so paying for it um is a priority for you and you're speaking to the preaching to the choir because I'm in a master's program right now too for music and so like that's something that I really need to make sure I'm prioritizing so I really appreciate you bringing up that specific point and the other part of it that I love that you mentioned was also taking initiative, which is so, so big. Uh, my dad always says, it's something that like I always remember or like remember, I mean, he's he's alive and well, but like I always think about him for this, <laughs> he always says like take initiative, take initiative. And it's so true. Like that's helped me like my entire life is like take, you have to take initiative. Like just ask the question, just ask. You never know what's on the other side. Um, Just like, you know, put yourself out there. And I think like that really encouraged me, like take initiative. Like if you know that this is your priority, like what steps are you actually doing to make sure that you get into this program or that you are growing as an artist, right? What steps are you actually doing? Like, are you taking initiative? And if that means, you know, making sure that you have that mental peace around money, then, you know, take initiative in that. And that's like preaching to the choir. Like, thank you for putting that out for me and for anyone else listening who knows that that's what they want to do as well I think that's like those are huge 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 when it comes to being an artist in general you have to prioritize your craft and um the finances around it and then you also need to take initiative like you have to take initiative because you are you know you're the one doing this you know so if you're not taking initiative no one else is for you and I think that's also I think that um, and I know you transitioned perfectly to your podcast because I know you offer a lot of like amazing resources through your show, free resources, free um, inspiration and support for people who know that they want to um, further their education or go to college, et cetera. And so um, do you want to talk about your podcast and how that's also been maybe a creative outlet for you as well, getting to share on on. Uh, via audio all around the world. Well, that's nice of you. I'll say on that. Thank you. Um, yeah, I didn't realize how much I was like good with 
like enjoying just the talking. So basically I've tried to be creative in the realm of like building up a TikTok and an Instagram and a YouTube channel. And I've had varying degrees of success in, in different areas um, in like, you know, getting chunks of followers, but then it kind of burns you out because of how the algorithm is and trying to do the things. And, and I still like doing some of that. It still can be fun to kind of like get kind of dressed up and make a video and whatever, but it got to the point where I was like, I only really want to do this if somebody else can do all the technical stuff. Like, I just want to do it for the art and I'm just tired of it. You know, I'm not saying don't do that guys out there. Like it might be great for you, but I didn't realize how much I just liked to sit in like darkness and talk. That sounds weird, but like sit in obscurity and just talk through it. So it did become creative because I could process through my thoughts and share and hopefully inspire people through that as well as do some with friends and like, interviews and talk to people right here right um so yeah that became way more creative than I ever really imagined that I would do a podcast and anyone out there maybe you need to do podcasts and also sing a little bit at the end of everyone I don't know yeah. but there's some creative ways to do it yeah and so yeah my podcast is called money and mental peace tagline is I help Basically, I'm helping students get scholarships and pay for college without student loans. That could be applicable to all sorts of majors um, and basically along with sometimes just other money hacks and advice. But even like I suggest, like I straight up suggest some scholarships on the podcast. As you scroll back, you know, through, I talk about various you know, $1,500 scholarships, $1,000, $500, you know, whatever they can go back and find um, just to even apply or contact me to deal with me even, not deal with me, that sounds funny, to work with me even deeper if you'd like. But yeah, the podcast is free, inspiration, scholarship advice, ideas at Money and Mental Peace. So thank you for having me. Yeah. And I'm like, she's being so honest. Like I've listened to the show she will have like many episodes where she's like, there's a scholarship open right now. Like this is the deadline, like go apply. So if you are listening to this, maybe you or your child, like, you know, your kid wants to go to school for music and for the arts, like definitely check out the show because you will be able to um, kind of look into those scholarship opportunities that Kara highlights. And um, also like the resources that she gives you for finding scholarships. So if you know that you like this is a very specific episode because I'm like I know there are people who you want to go to school for music and the arts and so just make sure that you check out that show as um Kara's show as well um for that side of things to get those free resources and um I'm really excited for you guys listening like if you are also like me and like wanting to further your education in music like let me know connect with me I would love to hear about it and definitely connect with Kara as well and I'm going to let her tell you how you can connect with her. But first, Kara, I always ask my um, my guests just a quick little question. If you could say one last piece of advice, one word of advice, because we talked about like incorporating the arts into your life and also like practically how to do that and pay for it when it comes to education. But if you could just speak to that one um, person who is like, okay, I really want to start singing or I really want to get back into music and I want to go to school for it or but I'm you know struggling with fear I'm struggling with doubt or like I don't know if I can actually do this like can I actually you know find the money for this etc and you just want to give them like one word of encouragement um, or maybe they don't even know if they can incorporate the arts into their lives you know just in general which you've been able to do but like 
we could just give them one word of encouragement um, to kind of close us off. What would you say? Yeah, I love it. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what um, how your listeners are, um, but I'm a Christian, so I can only really talk to what I know. But there's a saying that no one will care about your dream more than you do. So to like pursue it. But I do want to say, actually, there is someone else and God would um, because of in the, in the realm of there's a verse that talks about um delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you desires of your heart. A lot of people think it's like, oh, so he's just going to give me everything I want. Um, a lot of, you have to look more into the theology of it, but it's a more of the concept of as you are trying to be grounded in him, reading his word, praying, hopefully in a community of believers, like, and you're growing more Christ-like, he is putting those interests in your heart on what is, what's your interests are, what your passions are, what you want to do in your life. And so, if you are grounded in him, that's the first step. Pray about it. Ask, look to know him. Let growing in him change the trajectory. Cause I thought maybe it was more like YouTube and this other stuff I do. And I turned up doing this and I think I'm more grounded in both what I love and also his guidance for me. So the first step, in my opinion, is do you know Christ and to follow him and to pray about it? Cause even in my podcast, I'll talk about if you're just stressed, trying to figure this out, praying about it so that you have the next direction to take. And then beyond from that, if you have that foundation and you still have these desires, and I'm not saying you have to wait till you are this exactly, you know, perfect, whatever human before you can act on it. No, 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 no. We're not ever going to be perfect. But like if a foundation, you know, he's still doing creative stuff. If there's still so deeply that desire in you, it's not bad or wrong. Or some people say you get to that point and you're an adult and you need to just kind of put those away. But like you're grounded in Christ and you still, your desire is still like passionately fanning the flames. There's something to that. Like that's, needing to be dealt with or do something with it's his guidance and so i would just say that there is someone else that even cares for your dreams more than you do and that's him and to pray on it and i feel like that was like three different steps of advice i gave but like if you go through it and for it without grounded in him and his guidance it could really turn out rough you know and maybe not have been where you were supposed to use your creativeness so just that grounding foundation is my thoughts yeah that's so good that's perfect thank you so much for sharing that so genuinely and so with so much um grace and kindness i i completely agree and tell everyone where they can connect with you and listen to the podcast so that way they can get all the resources and everything that they need hey yeah, I usually just refer people to the podcast. It's nice and easy. It's called Money and Mental Peace um, on Apple, Spotify, and the all the et cetera other ones. <laughs> but normally, most of my listeners on those. And it's called Money and Mental Peace. Love it. Very simple. Sorry, guys, I had to sneeze. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love that. So simple. And I'll put everything in the show notes so you can definitely listen to the show. Thank you so much for being on Kara. I really appreciate you taking the time and being so genuine and sharing. And you're really, really helping people a lot just by giving them that, you know, those avenues to um, 
finance your dreams and have that mental peace around it. I mean, that's incredibly impactful. So thank you so much. Thanks. You're so kind and generous and God bless you. And yeah, thank you everyone for listening to the show. I hope you have a great day and I'll talk to you later. Thank you so, so much for listening to today's episode and to this show. I'm so in awe of you for being here and showing up for your creative gifts. That takes courage. Don't forget to join the Performing Arts community on Facebook for support and inspiration as you continue on your journey. If this episode helped or inspired you in any way, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and share it with someone. It means so, so much. Thank you again. And don't forget to keep singing, acting, dancing, performing, and living creatively. Talk to you next time.